Shoshana picked up a little blue teddy bear and headed to the counter. Oh, a new baby boy, the shop assistant said as she rang the till. Shoshana smiled briefly, then headed to the lift to visit the new baby. As she walked into her sister's room, she noticed all the balloons and flowers. Her parents and Ben's family were there fussing over the baby boy. Miriam smiled. It's a boy, she called out to her as she entered. Shoshana approached her sister and kissed her on the cheek. Congratulations, congratulations, Ben, she said, happy to see that they were both okay. Adele approached Shoshana with the brand new baby. Look, Shoshana, we're so blessed, a boy. Shoshana looked at her nephew. He was beautiful. She felt her emotions well up in her and asked to hold the new infant. Be careful, called out Miriam as she watched her sister cradle her precious son. Shoshana stifled her desire to say something nasty to her sister. Shoshana looked at the infant intently. He looks just like Abby did, she commented. Shaw put his arm around his daughter. You know, I was just saying that, he said comfortingly. Actually, we had a call from Gabe. He's up from Brighton. We told him that Miriam had had a baby and hoped that he would bring Abby to visit her nephew and see little Rena, he said gently. Shoshana looked at her father. When are they coming? she asked. Any time now. Abby will be staying with us tonight. Gabe will pick her up tomorrow. It's a long weekend, you know, her mother answered. Shoshana nodded her head and got back to looking at her tiny nephew. Isaac smiled at Shoshana. Nice to see you, Shoshana. Still at the university? He asked. Shoshana looked up at him, nodding. Well, must be going on five years now, hey, Shosh? Shoshana looked back at her nephew. Something like that. Oh, it's okay. I'm amused now. Ben's father was surprised. Amused? Miriam called to her sister. Shoshana! I'll take him now, as Ben lifted his son from her and back to Miriam. Ben's mother, Susan, tutted. Oh, Isaac, you know what a muse is. You know, they inspire artists to make great works of art in poetry and music, like, uh, what's her name? Oh, Emily Flo. That's it, Susan said, smiling. Who's Emily Flo? asked Shaw. Susan turned to Shaw and said, Gustav Klimt's Muse. Remember the kiss? Oh, I love that painting, Susan said excitedly. I believe they were lovers too. Miriam noticed how with only a few, within a few minutes her sister had successfully shifted the attention from her and her new son to herself. She didn't care right now. 
who she was interested in was her precious son. Ben picked up Rena as she was excited to get a better look at her new baby brother and gently touched his head. So, you're somebody's muse now, Shoshana, Isaac said, smiling at Shoshana. How exciting, added Susan. I must say, you've certainly got the beauty for it, Isaac said approvingly. Miriam rolled her eyes, listening to the chatter. You've only known him for two days, Shoshana, Miriam couldn't help herself but interrupt. Susan smiled at Shoshana and touched her shoulder. Well, sounds like you've caught the attention of someone interesting, hey? She said kindly. Shoshana smiled, feeling it accepted. Adele noticed the exchange between Susan, Isaac and Shoshana. They always seemed to find an easy way together and she wanted to be a part of it. Yes, we met with Paul Saturday night for dinner. He's lovely, a very easy, kind nature, and he brought a lovely bottle of wine with him too. So thoughtful, she added. Fabulous. I'd love to hear all about him, Anna. Perhaps I've heard of him. What's his name? Miriam was sick of listening to the pandering of her sister's latest whim. I'm feeling tired, she announced, just as Gabe arrived with Abby. Abby ran straight past Shoshana to the bedside to see her new nephew. Oh, hello baby, shalom, welcome to the world, Abby called out as the adults laughed. Rena squealed excitedly to see her big cousin and the family closed in around Abby to welcome her with kisses to say hello. Shaul noticed his daughter hang back and wait for everyone to finish welcoming her daughter. Gabe stepped up beside Shoshana. Abby, come and kiss your mother hello, he said gently. Abby turned and first noticed her mother. Hello, mother. Hello. How's Mr. Soul? She asked innocently. Shoshana laughed. Mr. Soul is just fine. How are you, my darling daughter? Shoshana asked, giving her daughter a little hug and a peck on the cheek. I'm good. Daddy and Leah just bought me a TV for my bedroom, she announced happily. Shoshana smiled and feigned concern. Well, I hope that doesn't get in the way of your schoolwork. You know how important I think school is, Shoshana said glibly. Yes, I know. You work at the university where all the smart people work, Abby said in a sing-song voice. That's right, Shoshana confirmed. And you're busy all the time because you have a very important job with all the smart people. Abby said, now turning her attention back to the baby and little Rena. Shoshana smiled. That's right, she confirmed, as the other adults knew something more. Gabe looked at Shoshana. So, you look fantastic as usual, Anna. Shoshana looked at Gabe and shot him a smile. Thanks. How's Lee? she asked, now the others were back fussing over Miriam and the baby. Yes, well, you know, she's fine. It's pretty quiet down in Brighton. It's great for Abby. Plenty of room to run around and have friends over, all of that sort of thing. And she loves school and the teacher, so it's all good, he smiled a little sadly. Shoshana noticed his heaviness. Maybe we should grab a coffee, you know, catch up about what's happening with Abby and all. Properly, like a real family, Shoshana said quietly. Abby was listening to every word her parents shared with each other but stayed silent and hopeful.
Miriam was just saying she was feeling tired, so I think we should give her a moment with Ben. Mum and Dad are taking Abby and Rena with them when they leave here. Why don't we go and have a coffee, coffee and catch up on everything that Abby's been up to, Shoshana initiated. Yay! Go on, Daddy, have a coffee with Mother. I'm going to Bobby's and Sarah's place tonight, aren't we, Rena? Little Rena squealed happily with whatever Abby had said. Gaden looked at Shoshana. Well, I can't be too long. I need to get back to Brighton. Shoshana smiled, happy to demonstrate to her parents and Miriam an easiness between them both after all that had happened. Shoshana kissed her daughter on the cheek again, saying that she would visit with her tomorrow all day at Babe and Saba's place. And maybe we can go to the park, Shoshana added. Abby was happy to see her parents together. Okay, mother, I'll help Babe look after Rena, Abby explained, showing how responsible she is. Good girl, Shoshana said. See you tomorrow, and I'll bring a big surprise. Abby's eyes widened as she waved goodbye to her mother and father, leaving the hospital room together. Shoshana and Gabe walked along the sidewalk. How's mum and dad and Zach and Hannah, she asked. Yes, everyone's fine. Well, dad's doing okay now. He had to have an operation, Gabe informed Shoshana. Oh, that's right. Mum told me about it. How's he doing? Gabe nodded. Fine now. He sold the practice, finally. I think we get on better now. I'm down in Brighton. He visits with Mum and likes to wander around the garden with Lee. You know, he always asks about you. I don't know how you did it, Anna, but you won his heart right from the beginning, Gabe laughed a little as Shoshana smiled. Let's head into Remy's. I feel like a real drink, Shoshana said as Gabe followed. So how is Mr. Soul? Gabe asked a little sarcastically and paraphrasing their daughter. Oh, we're not together, Shoshana said matter-of-factly. For real this time? Gabe asked bluntly as they stepped inside the bar and headed to the garden area out the back. For real, Shoshana replied. No, I've moved on. Sol's just too damned jealous. Mind you, he is the biggest flirt himself. No, I'm just going to take some time for myself for a while. Gabe felt happy to hear that Sol was out of Shoshana's life but couldn't yet believe it was permanent. Well, I think you've made a healthy decision there. I know he can be quite a nice guy when he wants to be, but you know, he did you no favours, Anna, Gabe said, ordering them a drink and heading to a quiet table. You look nice with your hair like that, Gabe, she said, changing the subject. Yeah, well, Leah insisted I get my hair cut. She keeps telling me it's not the 70s anymore, he laughed. Gabe and Shoshana talked for a while about superficial things before Gabe said, Abby misses you. She builds you up in her mind, you know. I heard her the other day explaining to one of her friends the reason why you're not around is because you have to organise all the scientists at the university, a bit like what you heard today at the hospital. 
She was saying to a friend that you come down to Brighton all the time after work, but she's already in bed asleep, so you sneak in to kiss her on the head. She told her friend she feels you do it, but just can't wake up in time to see you, Gabe reported sadly. I think we fucked things up for Abby, Shosh. Shoshana felt her emotions rise in her. What am I to do about it? Why am I to blame? Shoshana cried. Your father was right. I couldn't stay in that apartment. You should have treated me right, Shoshana scolded Gabe. Oh, come on, you were screwing around on me, Gabe defended himself. Yeah, well, I was young. You'd already had your time running around with women. I was just a kid, Gabe, Shoshana protested. Gabe sighed, knowing it wasn't a good idea to go to a pub with Shoshana. Well, you might be right. I fucked up. How does that sound? But you're all grown up now. Why don't you come down to Brighton sometimes? I know Abby would love to to show you around, Gabe encouraged. Yes, well, what about Lee? Shoshana asked. You know what she's like with me, Gabe nodded. Well, leave Leah to me. We're Abby's parents. Nothing's going to change that. There's some lovely little B&Bs down there. Perhaps you could come down for the weekend sometime soon. I think Abby needs it. And maybe you need it too. But no pressure. But how are you really, Anna? You don't look happy, Gabe asked, keeping his composure. Shoshana dried her eyes. Well, I've met a guy. It's not what you think. He's a painter, you know, an artist. I'm his muse, Shoshana said, wanting to sound important. Gabe understood her need to be seen as special. Oh, that's great, Shosh. Really, you are unique. You'll no doubt inspire all sorts of things in his paintings. What's his name, he asked, Shoshana thought for a moment, trying to remember if she had seen his signature with his last name on the paintings. She hadn't. Oh, I'm just keeping that quiet for now. He's working on something special. I'll let you know next time, Shoshana said a little awkwardly. Gabe noticed Shoshana's struggle and left it. He wanted Shoshana to feel confident enough with him to commit to visiting Brighton for Abby's sake. Gabe had become a doting father and was fiercely protective of his daughter. Leah was a loving stepmother and was genuine with all her interactions with Abby, although Abby was just starting to show signs of resentment towards her. Gabe had told Leah it wasn't her and she was doing nothing wrong. He figured it was simply Abby trying to make dominance over her emotions and it came out sideways sometimes. Abby had begun speaking a lot more freely about her mother lately and always created reasons big enough why her mother wasn't in her life, like the other kids at school. Gabe knew his daughter felt abandoned and it showed as a deep grief within her. He had recently become aware of himself compensating her grief by giving her gifts to distract them both from what seemed to be welling up inside her. Gabe had noticed his gifts were small at first, like dolls, then bigger toys and musical instruments. Mostly they were played with briefly, then he would notice her sadness again. 
The most recent gift was a TV for her room and Gabe couldn't help wonder if she sometimes used this to try to keep herself awake to see if her mother did in fact arrive through the night as she hoped and fantasised about. Gabe knew the only thing Abby really wanted was her mother. He didn't want the resentment he noticed towards Leah to build into something that they couldn't manage. Gabe had kept Shoshana at arm's length after they broke up as he thought she was too disruptive and her emotions were too volatile for his small daughter to be around. But now things were different. He was different. Gabe was better able to see a pathway clear of his messy relationship with Shoshana and the often baffling and controlling relationship he had with his father. He no longer felt compelled to keep his father happy and after he and Shoshana ended their marriage and he was the sole custodian of his young daughter, his father had finally found a way to approve of him for placing Abby as his priority. Gabe had come to believe his father's disappointing and disapproving comments of him was something more like a sadness. Gabe had been to see a therapist to help him understand his life more fully and why he couldn't break with family tradition as he wished and still be connected with them. He discovered the grief he caused his father as his father's beliefs were rigid and true for him. He understood his father thought his older children and grandchildren were all safe, but as Gabe had sat stubbornly on the fringes of their traditions, he unwittingly evoked a fear in his father about his well-being and him being lost and would never really settle. His father was hard on him regarding his marriage to Shoshana as he emotionally invested in the young woman as a roadblock to his tradition. His father had desperately looked for reasons why it wasn't working and couldn't see past his son in what he knew about his past bachelor ways. He hated Gabe's apartment and imagined the woman must have been brought there. He believed it was disrespectful to bring a young wife into his playpen. However, after he witnessed Gabe leave his old apartment soon after the breakdown of his marriage and into a place closer to his sister Hannah, he noticed a change in his son and he became proud of him, although he would never see blame in his young daughter-in-law. Shoshana looked at Gabe. He was still attractive to her. Why don't we pick up Abby and head down to Brighton this afternoon together? I'll stay with Abby in her room. She can show me off all day tomorrow, unless you and Leah have something more important to do, that is. Gabe felt surprised. Well, I suppose that would be okay. Wouldn't you be more comfortable in a B&B, though? He replied. Shoshana looked at him. Well, you want me to bring Abby's fantasy alive, don't you? I'll kiss her head, just as she imagined. I can't do that if I'm at some B&B now, can I? Shoshana said confidently. Gabe wanted Abby to be happy. He was pleased to hear Shoshana was keen to come down to Brighton. He just didn't expect it to be now. Well, I should have expected this, I suppose. You always were spontaneous. So why don't we finish our drinks and head to your place to pick up an overnight bag and get Abby? Gabe said, finishing his beer excitedly. Abby's going to be over the moon. 
Shoshana sipped on her drink, noticing Gabe's excitement. Great, Abby is going to be thrilled. Let's go get her, she said, pushing her drink to the side. The buzzer sounded and Abby ran to answer it. Hello, she said into the intercom. Hello, Abby. It's Mother. Buzz me in. I've got exciting news. Abby pressed the buzzer, then opened the door, waiting for her mother to arrive in the lift. Abby, who was that? Shaw called out from the sitting room, then getting up to see his granddaughter standing at the front door with it wide open. Abby, we don't open the door to strangers, he said, joining her. It's not a stranger, Abby called back to him. It's mother with a big surprise, she said, smiling now as little Rena joined her side. Adele, Shawl and Rena and Abby stood at the doorway and watched as Gabe and Shoshana stepped out of the lift together. Whoa, a welcoming committee, Shoshana said, approaching her family. Abby, you get your things together. We're going to Brighton, Shoshana called out as her parents looked confused. As Shoshana stepped into the apartment with Gabe, Adele and Shaw looked at Gabe questioningly. What's going on? Shaw asked. Gabe nodded knowingly. Well, we were just talking and seeing it's a long weekend, uh, we thought Abby could show off Brighton. So, change of plans. We're going to head down now. Shoshana's going to stay the night, Gabe announced now, second-guessing the idea. He wanted to give his daughter what she wanted so desperately. He didn't think much about the idea before agreeing. A feeling of uncertainty stirred in him now as he was describing the plan to Shawl and Adele. He convinced them it was a good idea and it would help Shoshana to finally come to Brighton. It might just break the invisible wall she had constructed between them. He hoped she would be able to see herself visiting Brighton after this night together and it would no longer be a no-go zone. Shawl and Adele felt apprehensive, but helped Abby gather her things. Well, this is a surprise. Hey, Abby. Abby turned to her grandfather, smiling excitedly. I'm going to show Mother my new TV, she said proudly. Within a few minutes, Gabe, Abby and Shoshana were gone. Little Rena ran down to the large window in the sitting room to wave goodbye, as she often did when her parents would leave. Adele and Shawl watched as Shoshana, Abby and Gabe looked up to the fifth floor apartment window and waved goodbye before disappearing into Gabe's car that was parked out the front. Shawl and Adele sighed heavily and didn't speak as they gathered their thoughts and settled their anxiety about the unexpected trip. Shawl picked up Rena and her favourite songbook full of colourful pictures and placed her on his knee. As he sat down in his favourite chair, Rena giggled and clapped her hands as Shaw began singing, and Adele watched on. It should be fine, Adele said finally. Shaw looked at her and sang louder, encouraging more clapping from Rena. He wasn't ready to share his thoughts, but he noticed the look of concern on Adele's face. Adele forced a smile and clapped along with some of the songs before getting up and heading to the kitchen to make dinner. She took a deep breath, hoping Abigail would have a nice time and not become 
too unsettled by her mother's presence and then departure. She wanted Shoshana to bridge the gap between them, but just as Shoshana always did, there was often a sudden shift and everything was about to change again. Shaw came into the kitchen and picked up some of the vegetables Adele was cutting up while Rena stayed sitting in her grandfather's chair, dozing with her books in her lap and her new little plush lion nestled around her chin. How do you think things will go tonight? Shaw asked his wife. Adele continued chopping too many vegetables before realising and searching for a bowl to save them in the refrigerator. Things will be fine, she replied, lost in her own thoughts of concern for Abby. Well, I hope Shoshana can keep up the visits. I just want her to sort it out. When does she see Bernard again? Shaw asked. Adele looked at him briefly before turning to the chicken pieces that she was now preparing. Tuesday? Really, Shaw, you should know by now. Adele sounded exasperated. Every Saturday and Tuesday... Bernard needs to help her with Abby. Contact functioning or something. God knows she needs it now. For Abby's sake, Adele responded. Shaw exhaled deeply. Well, I guess he knows what he's doing. He has helped so far, I suppose. Ever since the overdose, she's been a little better, don't you think? Shaw asked. Adele stopped her fussing and looked at Shaw. I'm going to ring Gabe's place. Make sure they got there okay, Adele said, rinsing her hands in the sink and heading to the phone. Hello, Lee answered. Hello, Lee, it's Adele. I'm just wondering if Gabe has returned yet, Adele asked. No, he's not back yet. Is everything okay? Is Abby settling all right, Leah asked. Adele felt awkward and cleared her throat. Oh, everything's fine, Leah. Ah, uh, it's just there was a change of plans, she said into the receiver. Oh, how so? Lee questioned. Adele continued. Oh, well, we're all so excited by the new baby. Miriam is doing well and the baby is beautiful, Adele informed. Oh, how lovely. Congratulations. I'll send a gift soon. When is the baby naming? Lee asked. Adele held the receiver tight. Oh, in a few days. She had a boy, you know. Should be Monday next week. Although Adele was excited to talk about the new baby boy, she couldn't hold her attention to Miriam and her baby. Shoshana overwhelmed her thoughts. Well, a lot of excitement there right now, I imagine. So is there a message you want me to give Gabe when he returns? Leah asked. Adele noticed how tightly she was holding the phone. Leah, Shoshana's heading to your place with Gabe and Abby. They went for coffee to discuss Abby and they came home and picked her up. Oh, you should have seen Abby. She was so excited to tell about all the lovely gifts she has received from you and Gabe and she can't wait to show her her bedroom. Leah, you're doing such a wonderful job with Abby. We love you too, Leah, Adele said all at once. Leah listened silently for a moment as she gathered herself and what it might mean for her if Shoshana was going to be back in Abby and Gabe's life. Okay, when did they leave? she asked. Oh, just over an hour ago. I thought they might be there by now. I was ringing to see if they got there safely, Adele shared. Oh, well, 
I'll make up the spare room. Is Excuse me for asking, but is Shoshana okay now? Leah asked. Adele nodded as she exhaled heavily. She's doing much better. She isn't with Sol. It's final, Adele replied. Leah heard the gravel crunch as the car rolled into the driveway. I think they've just arrived. I'd better go. Thanks for the call, Adele. Oh, and congratulations to you and Shaw and Miriam and Ben. A baby boy. How exciting. Leah sounded happy for them all and hung up the receiver. Leah headed out to the driveway to greet Gabe, Abby and Shoshana. Hello, she called out, waving. What a nice surprise. Hello, Shoshana. Shoshana got out of the car and said hello. Well, it's been some time since I've seen you. Leah, how have you been? Shoshana asked, grabbing her bag as Abby jumped excitedly around her heels, waiting to show her around her home. Oh, fine. How exciting, Abby, to have Mother here, Leah said, wanting to acknowledge Abby's joy. Abby turned to Leah. I'm going to show Mother my new TV, she said, picking up her own overnight bag and reaching for her mother's hand. Come on, Mother, Abby said, wanting to hurry her up. Shoshana laughed. Wait a minute. I've got to stretch my legs after that drive. Shoshana exaggerated how stiff she was and began stretching and started to shake her arms and legs. Abby laughed and started mimicking her mother. Oh, I'm so stiff, Abby called out, laughing too. Gabe smiled at them both and came around the car to join Leah. So, we have a special guest tonight. Mother is having a sleepover, Gabe announced. So I see, Leah replied and led the way inside. Mother, follow me, Abby called out, racing through the foyer to the staircase. Come on, my room's just up here, she yelled. Shoshana followed her daughter, climbing the stairs and headed into her daughter's bedroom. Look, Mummy, look at all my things, Abby called out, waving her arms around to demonstrate. Shoshana looked about the tidy bedroom filled with dolls and books. Yes, I know, everything is just as I remember, Shoshana replied. You always keep your room so tidy. It makes it easy for me to tiptoe in while you sleep and kiss your head. I'm sure you feel me sometimes. But I'm always careful not to wake you, Shoshana told Abby. Abby's eyes grew wide and her mouth dropped open. She felt a rush of happiness come over her and she started to cry. Hey, what's wrong? Shoshana asked as she put her arms around her little girl. Abby looked up at her drying tears. Look at my TV, she replied. <laughs>